Hey, welcome back to the weekend edition of Outdoors Live on News Radio, the Mighty 790 KFGO. And I'm your host, Doug Lear. The last shot, the last shot for this weekend edition of Outdoors Live. Uh, we still have a Central Dakota Outdoors report with Pat Stockdale. We're going to get you a podcast extra with Bruin Agri Gone Outdoors, uh, and you can listen to them. You listen to Bruin Agri Gone Outdoors on Saturday mornings at 11 a.m. We know not everybody can listen to them on Saturday mornings. We know not everybody can listen to a podcast. So we break out a podcast extra for you each and every weekend. Before we do that, let's get you a Central Dakota Outdoors report with Pat Stockdale. You read her work in Dakota Country Magazine. She is an award-winning outdoors communicator, and she connects with uh, the people and the places, the bait shops, the gas stations, the motels, the resorts, the guides, to give us a better idea of where people are going, what they're doing, what they're finding outdoors. Well, Pat, what's cooking outdoors this week? Thank you, Doug. Ice safety are the key words in this week's report. Well, all but Lake Sakakawea and the Missouri River are pretty much iced over across North Dakota, using caution if and when venturing on to the ice is paramount. Yes, that long cold spell brought that ice, but it's still best to walk on yet and give it more time before venturing with vehicles. So while anglers are trying some lakes and finding a little early season walleye and perch activity, depending on one's location, just be patient. Main Devil's Lake iced over, but there again, it's not safe for access. Although anglers are continuing to walk on some of the northern lakes and the back areas of places like the Minnewaukan Flats. The upper end of Lake Sakakawea is narrower than the big water on the east end, so anglers are walking on to places like Tobacco Garden, north of Watford City, that's along the south side of the lake, or Lewis and Clark State Park, east of Williston on the north side. But there isn't activity around the Van Hook Arm yet, and it's best to stay off the back bays on the east end of Sakakawea. A few anglers are walking onto back bays like Nelson and Three Mile Bays on Lake Audubon, as well as Valva Point on the east side. There again, I'm starting to sound like a broken record here, folks. There again, it's walk-on access only, and you need to be testing the ice. The Missouri River is open, but it's still quiet in the tail race for much, if any, activity. From a hunting perspective, Canada geese continue taking advantage of the open water along the east end of Lake Sakakwea and the Missouri River. The warm spell opened up neighboring fields in many areas, so it's easier for them to feed. The deer rut's winding down, but there's still little movement for our muzzleloader and archery hunters out there. And finally, continue working heavy cover for pheasants. And hey, a big thank you going out to the Four Corners Wildlife Club and what a great advisory board meeting that we had on, on Monday night. If you missed it, go to the Game and Fish Farm website. Uh, we, we can't recap the Emden advisory board meeting, but we have a webcast, a web version video of Wednesday night's advisory board meeting in Bismarck. So at least you can see some of the Game and Fish Department topics. It's very important. Uh, definitely talking about some legislative issues, uh, CWD and baiting, uh, national legislation, uh, RAWA potentially bringing $14 million to the state of North Dakota. So want to encourage you to uh, check that out. Appreciate that report. That is Pat Stockdale. And she is an award-winning outdoors communicator. Again, read her work in Dakota Country Magazine and various other publications across the Midwest. Right now, it's time to get you that podcast extra from Scotty Brewer and Kyle Agri. You hear Brewer and Agri gone outdoors at 11 o'clock on Saturday morning. Not everybody can listen then, 
and not everybody can check out their podcast. So here is a podcast extra from Scotty Brewer and Kyle Agri. We're going to chat with Mr. Steve Hansen. You know, if you want to come up with a title for Mr. Hansen, it might be kind of difficult. This guy is a ice fishing industry insider. He's, he's been in the ice fishing business for a very long time. Welcome, Steve, to Gone Outdoors. Thank you, guys. It's uh, great, as always, to chat with you. This time of year, A, everybody gets really excited about ice fishing. As hunting seasons start to wrap up, you know, everybody turns their attention to ice. And right now, we've had some cold weather lately. You know, it seems like it's, you know, the building ice is off to a great start. I've even heard of some people that have been out on the ice recently. That's happening obviously we want everybody to be safe we're not recommending anybody go out and start walking or driving across the lake but so you need to be safe check all the ice conditions yourself but the other thing people are excited about is new products because every year the industry comes out with better faster stuff what kind of stuff do we have this year to look forward to if people are heading to ice shows or if they're heading to their real to their local uh, uh retail store what kind of new stuff do they want to make sure that they put their hands on and look at? You know, we're always fortunate to have the ability to talk about this. And, you know, the last couple of years, they're because of, I wouldn't say things pause, but from a new product development standpoint, you know, what's really important about all of these exciting things is that it's getting them to where they where they're meant to be, which is in the hands of the ice angler. And so we're really in a great year this year with, you know, these, all these great new products that are being introduced by lots of different companies, they're all available now. And we've got used to, you know, maybe not having all the things that we were looking for when we needed them to be available. And it's so fun now to have all these great new products that we can chat about here available for folks. So if you're going to check this stuff out, we've got what we oftentimes refer to as white gold that we've seen in the air and on the ground and ice forming and, and that gets everybody charged up and we're, we're out of the woods and some people are still hunting, we know, but we've really got everything queued up to have this excitement that we always wait for every year to really be tapped into with new products. And, you know, I get a chance to work with some really great folks um, from Ion Ice Augers and Eskimo and Markham Technologies and, you know, Flame King, which is another thing I think we'll chat a little bit about today. So, you know, to keep it kind of um, new product focused, we can dive into some of these things that I just mentioned, some of these companies, but it's all there. It's all there and, and ready for people to go, you know, get the get that itch scratched and to get out on the ice safely. As, as, as you mentioned, folks are venturing out and, and taking advantage of the cold weather we're getting, which is fantastic. Hey, let's, let's just jump right in, Steve. Let's just take a look at the first thing you mentioned. You mentioned ION as one of the organizations you get to uh, work with. And uh, Ion and the all-new Ion Alpha are sponsors of Gone Outdoors, so I think that's an appropriate place to start. What is different about the Ion Alpha that is coming into the coming into the ice fishing world this year? What what makes it special? I think what makes it special is that as anglers give feedback, you really want to have products that come out, take advantage of the feedback that the angling community has given you know, the industry. So in the particular, in this particular case with alpha, it gives the angler full control of everything that, that they would want to do, right? As an ang- ice angler, step one is get through the ice and you want to do it as quickly in some cases, but in many cases as efficiently 
um, and methodically as possible, particularly if you're in a wheelhouse. And what Alpha does is that if you want speed, it's going to get you through the ice, you know, quicker than ever before. It, it's nearly twice as fast as, as anything that we've ever produced or any of, of these great competitive products that are out in the market has produced. It's the fastest auger through the ice that has ever been made. Um, it is kind of the tightest package. So getting in the corners of wheelhouses or in tight spaces, you know, it, it's so compact and nice and, and just feels really it like you have something substantial in your hand when you're dealing with it. But you've got variable speed on the, on the trigger. So much like your cordless drill, if you feather the trigger, it's going to start slow. Um, and in a wheelhouse, con- control drill and methodically drilling to put the, the ice where you want it so it's not going everywhere is, is really big. So if you want to drill slow and, and, and slow and, and do that, you can. If you want to go outside and just absolutely tear through the ice and drill as many holes as you can think of as fast and efficiently as you can think of, this does it. So it, it really answers the bell with all of those types of things. But, you know, peace of mind wise, it's having the ability to know if an issue occurs after you purchase something and peace of mind is nice. And so they've, they've kind of upped the game and continued what they've done on the warranty side with service three-year warranty on the battery and, and the whole system. So, you know, if what somebody's looking for with this, it doesn't matter what type of ice angler that you are in the type of conditions you drill. Um, if you're going to drill eight holes, great. If you're going to drill 108, great. It's going to do everything just the way that the individual would want. So it's really fun to be able to say, this is the perfect auger. There's no drawback. Hey, Steve, you know, we could sit here and talk about this ion all day, but we, we only got like three minutes left and we got some more products we want to go through. One of the things I'm really excited about, and I ordered them early and I got a couple in my garage, is the new Markham, uh, that new Markham soft case, the, the Roamer. It is super, super cool where you can adapt all of your flashers to this really neat, durable case. Yeah, you know, uh, cable management and storage of our gear, particularly as it relates to sonar, um, is always something we're trying to figure out how to do better. And, uh, you know, if you, if any of the listeners have like a high end bow case that's got, it's almost like a hard material, but it's soft at the same time. That's what this thing's made out of. And it will, it will fit any flasher, any Markham flasher or any Vexilar flasher head on it. So we wanted to take kind of the, the products that have been around for 20 plus years and give it a, a really great solution to convert what you currently have onto this shuttle called the Romer shuttle that will fit in a five gallon pail. It's going to give you a great spot to put uh, your cable and your transducer. You can get at the battery very easily in the back and it's really tough. So if you're cruising across the lake going, you know, however fast you're going, it's going to protect it. So yeah, really nice solution for protecting and um carrying around a, a flasher system that's sold in a kit um with a bat lithium battery and a little usb dongle that will charge other things along with the case so that's that's going over really well it's gonna be fun to have people get their hands on that too yeah if you want to upgrade a battery or a case i definitely recommend you look at one of these we got about a minute left steve you mentioned flame king what what does i know you really really like to use the flame king stuff and both me and kyle do use it as well Tell us a little bit about what Flame King's got out this year. The biggest thing with Flame King, it's a great solution to allow you to refill 
propane cylinders using a 20 pound tank. So this is a, a one pound propane cylinder that is meant to be refilled. It's Department of Transportation certified. It's super safe. Everything that you could think of from a certifications perspective is built into this thing. It's a really special solution that takes you, gives the, the angler or the camper or the hunter, whatever, the, the outdoors person, the ability to refill these tanks at home safely. And propane is not cheap. The, the, the disposable tanks that end up in landfills, not, not a great place for those to go. And this is a way for you to just take the propane that you have in your 20-pound tank or 30-pound tank at home and fill up the little guys before your next uh, ice fishing or hunting trip. So take a look at them. If you don't know, know about them yet, look up Flame King. They're, they're available all over the place. And uh, it's, a, it's a cool product that you should be looking at. That's awesome. This is Steve Hansen, industry insider for the ice fishing business. Appreciate you coming on Gone Outdoors today. You bet, guys. Thank you. Well, it is going to wrap things up for this weekend edition of Outdoors Live. Appreciate the podcast extra being made available by Scotty Brewer and Kyle Agri. Make sure you check out them Saturday mornings at 11 o'clock. And then also you can check out their podcast at kfgo.com. This has been the weekend edition of Outdoors Live on News Radio, the Mighty 790 KFGO and FM 104.7. Till next time, I'm Doug Lear reminding you, as always, keep your lines tight and your powder dry. Have a great one out there.